It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 9.06 a.m. on Wednesday morning, and criminal activity continues to run rampant on the streets of various Democrat-run U.S. cities. A third shooting in four days has been reported in Seattle's autonomous zone known as CHOP, with Seattle officials still having done nothing to live up to their promise of reclaiming the six-block area from the thugs who had taken it over more than two weeks ago now. And violent riots also continue in Washington, D.C.'s Black House Autonomous Zone, which is basically CHOP 2.0. This Thursday, the rioters say that they're planning to tear down the Emancipation Memorial in Washington, D.C. Because, of course, nothing says fighting stated black oppression like destroying a piece that is Honoring the freeing of black slaves roughly 150 years ago makes total sense. In Atlanta, armed thugs might very well be in the process of setting up their own autonomous zone, having taken over the Wendy's parking lot where officers justifiably fatally shot a combative suspect named Rayshard Brooks earlier this month. And it's been reported that the Atlanta rioters have blocked traffic, threatened law-abiding individuals, and even fired shots at people. And those Atlanta rioters have also been caught on camera saying that police are not allowed in the area of the former Wendy's. So don't be surprised if An autonomous zone is soon officially declared in that part of Atlanta. We've also gotten word that two police officers in Tampa, Florida, were recently injured in an ambush-style attack where they were assaulted with various projectiles. And, quite frankly, we could go on and on and on describing similar instances from Democrat-run places throughout the country in recent days. But we want to bring the conversation back here to the state of Wisconsin. Last night in leftist Madison, riots broke out following the arrest of a man who had caused disturbances and resisted arrest, resisted officers. After that, traffic was blocked Various buildings and cameras alike were defaced. At least one building, the city-county building, was set on fire. A state senator, Tim Carpenter, a Milwaukee Democrat, was assaulted. And two statues were torn down. Uh, One of those statues was a nod to Wisconsin's motto of forward, And the other statue was of Colonel Hans Christian Hegg, who had died as he fought to end the practice of slavery in the United States. Showing you that 
based on the stated purpose for tearing down these statues. This stuff is totally senseless. Uh, Not to mention that it is appalling and it is criminalistic. And as this show has repeatedly noted, each rioter who engages in lawlessness must be held to full and proper account for their crimes. To date, that largely has not happened. The overwhelming majority of those involved in criminal activity, they have not faced any legal consequences. And what's the result been? Well, the result is that the lawlessness continues in those cities. uh, And it's been spreading to other cities. And once again, because this is important, the cities where this is happening are largely, if not entirely, Democrat cities. Democrat-run cities. So it's pretty clear that this is what voting Democrat gets you these days. Weak leaders who refuse to meaningfully stand up to their perceived voters, Uh, no matter the extent of lawlessness displayed by those perceived voters. And that's not a partisan claim. Uh, Rather, it is a factual recognition of what's currently happening. Uh, But of course, not everyone in the United States is willing to acknowledge what's clearly happening in these cities. Uh, Yesterday, CNN once again told its audience that the incidents of violence and looting have been isolated. Uh, This as the fake news network tries convincing people that President Trump is lying when he points out the failures of various Democrat mayors who've allowed their cities to be overrun with this criminal activity. But again, you don't have to take anyone's word for it. All you have to do is watch the video that's coming out of these leftist cities. And if you do, you'll realize that it's far more than just isolated incidents of criminal activity. Uh, This stuff is happening time and time and time and time again. And sadly, President Trump is one of the few in power who's actually willing to publicly acknowledge and condemn what's taking place. Contrast that with former President Barack Obama, who yesterday praised the rioting, calling it a great awakening in this country. Talk about a stark contrast in quality of leadership. You've got the current president pushing back on this criminal activity, and you've got the last president cheering it on. Thank goodness we have the guy in the White House that we have now, not the guy that we had to suffer through for eight years. As for President Trump, yesterday he took to Twitter to say that 
the D.C. Autonomous Zone members would be met with force if they commit any crimes in the coming days. And it didn't take long for Twitter to go slapping a warning label on that tweet, rebuking its call for violence. Um, Twitter, in reality, that tweet from Donald Trump was nothing more than the duly elected president of the United States vowing to use appropriate law enforcement tactics to uphold the rule of law in this country. That's all it was. Trump's saying, look, if people are going to go around committing crimes, engaging in violent activity, yes, we will stop them. And then Twitter, oh no, how dare the president say that? (laughs) He's talking about upholding the law, for goodness sake, punishing criminals. It's unbelievable. Uh, Once again, Twitter is showing us that it has nothing but anti-Trump bias. And it's reminding us why their 230 protections should immediately disappear. Then, then there's the case of NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace. On Sunday, it was claimed that a noose was found in the Talladega Super Speedway garage of Bubba Wallace, who is the top NASCAR series only full-time black driver. That prompted a federal investigation. More than a dozen federal agents went to the Alabama racetrack to investigate, only to announce yesterday that no hate crime had occurred. The investigators said that the object in question was not a noose. Rather, it was a rope that's used to pull down the garage door. Uh, They say that rope had been there since at least last fall, with one such rope being present in each driver's garage. Now, this show's never here to jump to conclusions, so it's possible that this was an honest mistake. Uh, However, that possibility seemed less likely after last night's Wallace interview with CNN's Don Lemon, where Wallace continued to insist that the object in the garage was a noose, uh, even after it had been fully investigated and even after it was conclusively stated, uh, no, This is not some noose someone planted for you. This was in the garage long before it was your garage for this one race this past weekend. They have these in all the garages. So clearly, no, this is not a noose. Uh, But last night, even after all this, Wallace is still insisting that was a noose. Uh, No, it wasn't. Uh, So with that being said, it's also certainly possible that Bubba Wallace is starting to become Jesse Smollett 2.0. After a reported hate crime proves to be unfounded, refusing to drop the disproven claims. We saw it with Smollett. It seems we're seeing it with Wallace as well.
Uh, and if it turns out that this entire episode was meant to be the reporting of a fake crime, of a fake hate crime, if this was all just being done deliberately, well then, those responsible deserve to be criminally punished for what they've done. When stuff like this happens, taxpayers are burdened with funding the investigation of these fake crime reports, which again is totally unacceptable, as we noted back during the Jussie Smollett case. We've seen this several times in recent years now. Uh, these claims of a hate crime that end up being totally unfounded. And it needs to come to an end. Because there have been a lot of good, decent people who have been wrongfully demonized in the process. So, we'll see what comes of the Bubba Wallace case. But keep in mind, Wallace was never more widely known or more popular than he is right now. Uh, His piggybacking on the racial demonstrations in this country has done far more for his marketability than any of his on-track efforts. And, And when you look at multiple recent actions from Bubba Wallace, it seems that Bubba Wallace is out to build his brand by demonizing NASCAR's fan base and others who are associated with NASCAR. And for that, shame on Bubba Wallace. Shame on Bubba Wallace for selfishly denigrating countless good people. And also, shame on the executives at NASCAR for going along with that crap to date. And if anybody wants to weigh in, I'd love to hear what you have to say. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. It is 920. This is the John Muir Show.